0: Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is July the 22nd, 2019. And I just realized that I should have worn this shirt on Saturday, the 50th anniversary of a man landing on the moon. All right, but still, strong hand, long-term thinking, be a unique piece, value your wealth in Bitcoin, having hype, unconfiscatable, we're going to talk about unconfiscatable today. One Bitcoin because one Bitcoin, we're going to talk about that also today. Offended by selling wealth, we talk about that every day here in the five-digit realm. I want to remind everyone I'm here in Tel Aviv, Israel until September 25th, then I'll be in Baltimore for about three weeks. Then Adelaide, Australia, October 17th to 24th. No, excuse me, that's Sydney, Australia, October 17th to 24th. That's a week. And then Adelaide, October 24th to about November 24th. So if you're anywhere around, maybe you'll be able to see me. I know we're planning things for that week in Sydney starting October 17th already. Oh, yeah, Hassk McCook and the Meister are going to be together most likely. Pound that like button. It will be a good time. Hass has been on the This Week in Bitcoin show before, and it was a great show this week. He wasn't on. We had people on from Philippines, Brazil, and South Africa. Check it out at disruptmeister.com. Follow me on Twitter at T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. That is tech Ball. I've been tweeting stuff all day, actually, today. I my, my 44-hour fast ended today, so I got to start things a little earlier. I, I accomplished quite a, a bit today. We'll talk more about the fasting on Saturday's show. Beyond Bitcoin, we talk about health, all sorts of issues. You can check that out at disruptmeister.com. Also, so yesterday's show, which is linked below, of course, every talk, everything I talk about is linked to below. Pastor Phil, we were talking about the guy who had I, I, what, fourteen Bitcoin, fourteen point two Bitcoin on his trezor, and he he got an email that fished him out of his uh, out of his Bitcoin. He got. Uh, 14 Bitcoin stolen and he was gonna use it for charity and it was just a night a nightmare type of situation but i gotta say pe- people and i linked to his page so you you can contribute to him if you want to but i was contacted by Chris of MWC of uh, the Mimble Wimble coin and he said he repers- Chris played by the rules and he registered his own Bitcoin and will get his own Mimblewimble coin and, and he will donate to um, to Pastor Phil the mimble Wimble coin that he, Pastor Phil would have gotten if Pastor Phil would have registered 14.2 uh, Bitcoin. So I thought that was very nice of him to do that. And again, this is not fi- affecting the total numbers of airdropped uh, MWC out there. Chris is going to give away some of his MWC that he got just like you got. He registered his Bitcoin also. He didn't just talk the talk; he walked the walk. Just like me, I registered my Bitcoin. I'm getting MWC. Chris has registered his Bitcoin. He's getting MWC, and his, he's giving some of it away to uh, Pastor Phil, and maybe Pastor Phil. I guess we'll let list the MWC address eventually, and uh, other people, if they want to give away their MWC to him, can do so. But he's linked to below. And the thing that I forgot to <laughs> I forgot to mention that I wanted to open the show up with, off with was that when uh, Pastor Phil got robbed. Again, he typed in his recovery seed, and you should never do that on a computer. So the crooks, the the straight-up crooks, took his recovery seed, and they stole his Bitcoin. But they didn't just steal his Bitcoin. They stole every single possible uh, fourth crypto dividend of Bitcoin. Okay? And Rocky Palumbo, check this out. I, I asked Rocky, I'm like, well, maybe Pastor Phil can get something back. If he gets some of the crypto dividends, he's like, no, the crooks took everything. (laughs) Like the B2X, the stuff you've never even heard of. They took it all. They cleaned it out. So again, there's a lot of people, oh, it's worthless. There's crypto dividends. They're worthless. Why did a bunch of criminals steal all of it? (laughs) They weren't just playing games. They 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 weren't working for those crypto dividends. They stole the crypto dividends because they won every single penny they could get. The crooks respect the money. Pound that like button. So uh, again, that's a a lot of people say that uh, you know when, when criminals use a certain type of cri- currency, it, it adds some validity to it. It, add, it shows you that there is value. If crooks are stealing, it, there is there is some value to it, and it's a sad fact of the world. But uh, yeah, they didn't just they didn't just take his Bitcoin. They they took every forked crypto dividend of Bitcoin that there was there every fork. Now they didn't, they didn't register for airdrops with it, of course, but they did, they did get, take all the forks. So, uh, and, uh, another thing I, I thought about, uh, some people wondered, well, who the heck got registered 15,000 Bitcoin to get Mimble Wimble. And some people thought it was, uh, uh, an exchange. And then I, I thought to myself, you know, if you are, a, if you're a broke exchange, if you're like operating some type of, uh, Ponzi, some type of, uh, what's it called, uh, uh, guide when they when they parse it out. A- anyway, if you're, o- if you're operating that kind of operation where you don't have the Bitcoin you say you have, well, then why not register the Bitcoin you have in hopes you can carry out the fractional reserve lending? That was what I was uh, looking for. For as long as possible, once you get the MWC, you turn it into more Bitcoin, and maybe that's going to help you bail you out before the next proof of keys. Just, just, a thought. We we will never know who were some of those large uh, registers of, of Bitcoin. But there, there was a dude that or an entity that registered fifteen thousand in order to get. Well, what's fifteen thousand times forty? That is uh, six hundred thousand. <laughs> six hundred thousand MWC. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. And uh, yeah. 600,000 MWC, someone's getting. And it, it was funny. Some people in the comments section were saying, I got more MWC than Trace Mayer. Yep, you did. Congratulations. That's something, that's a cool aspect to all of this. Yesterday, I did mess up on something. Uh, and again, MWC was a uh, crypto, di- a, a, an airdrop of Bitcoin that you could have gotten uh, up until the 19th. And now registration's closed. So you're going to have to buy it if you want it. And it's it's a form of the mimble-wimble uh, there are all these nimble, Wimble coins out there Beam, Grin, now MWC. And MWC is clearly the best one because it has the limited supply to it. Okay. But, and so, as Bitcoin holders, we were rewarded. We were given it for free so that we can spread the word about it, I guess. And, you know, value your wealth in Bitcoin, as I say. But I messed up yesterday. Um, I knew that the mean, okay, the average amount of Bitcoin per address registered was 21 Bitcoin. So that's pretty high, but that's just the average. And again, 15,000 15, pulls up the average. And I I assumed that thus the average person had about ten Bitcoin uh, that registered. That's what I assumed. That's a rough math. Uh, that's that's rough. That's rough. That the the middle. That the excuse me. The median person, the person in in the middle, had ten Bitcoin probably. And that's that's a rough, that's a rough guess. And I can't stick by that guess. I actually made a misstatement and said that the median uh, address probably had 10 Bitcoin added. And that was false. That's not right. The median address registered had 0.4499 Bitcoin added. Okay. So that's, that's quite a bit less. That was the median. But again, there were some people that were registering really, really sm- multiple, very small addresses. So that's going to bring the median down. So we will never know what who the median person was. The median it was each entity or person registered a certain amount of Bitcoin. We we will never know what that was, we only know what how much Bitcoin was registered per address. But my guess, my guess is that the, the median person had ten Bitcoin. That is what I that the rich indeed got richer. And I think some of you are saying, well, even if the median was uh, for a person holding person was one, then the rich got richer because again the goal guys is to get one Bitcoin and then you get a uh, crypto dividends from that one Bitcoin. And in the future, people will consider a one Bitcoin holder to be quite well off. So, uh, so you must believe if you have the uh, Bitcoin conviction. So pound that like button. And yeah, so my, my statement yesterday about uh, the median address, how much a Bitcoin it held, uh, that was just a guess. And it was an incorrect guess on my part. part, part. Again, median Bitcoin address register for MWC, was 0.4499. nine nine. All right, and the average per address was twenty one bitcoin. But again, average gets skewed quite a bit when some someone's registering fifteen thousand bitcoin. So median is is a much uh, is a, a much better measurement when it, when it comes to something like this that gets skewed to that side and then gets also gets skewed by the little numbers also. All right, so uh, guard up. Remember, I made a video called. Uh, what was my video called? Uh, how to claim and sell BSV, BTG, BCH with Garda. Uh, B Diamond Info also. That video is linked to below if you want to learn how to do that. But I was play. Uh, I was playing around with the Garda wallet today, and it gave me this message, which is a glorious message. This currency pair is not available at the moment. Please try again later or contact support. So it told me. That at that point, if you wanted to sell BSV, if you want to sell Bcash, they could not provide Bitcoin for you. Okay. The and, and again, Garda is a wallet that uses a service that switches around Bitcoin and uh, Bcash or Bitcoin and BSV or, or any coins. It's like uh it's it's like uh what Eric Voorhees' site was supposed to be without the KYC and all that stuff, shapeshift but today for a brief time they ran out of bitcoin basically <laughs> and that's awesome because one day because that's what everyone's trying to get clearly that's people value their wealth in bitcoin they have all these altcoins. when they go to sites like this they're not trying to get another altcoin. well some people are they're trying to get bitcoin for it and for a short time this service ran out of bitcoin it, again it, it was back up again eventually in the future probably after the 2020 halving um, you're going to see more of this, um, where they'll, they'll say this, this, this is the message you're going to get. This currency pair is not available at the moment. Please try again. And that pair will involve Bitcoin. Pound that like button. All right. So a lot of people, there's some fudsters out there. Oh yeah. again, if you have questions, type in a uh, Bitcoin Meister in the uh, chat, I can answer them. Uh, jcart says give me some of your mwc bitcoin meister laugh out loud much appreciation for talk about it i got like uh, 50 mwc because of you thank you well dude you must have over one bitcoin because each bitcoin got you over 40 mwc so awesome you're well on your way you know it's the one bitcoin show and you oh, have long-term thinking just because you only have one now you're gonna have two in the future you're gonna three ten in the future you never know eddie eddie do you know in what city they used to chant Eddie Eddie at the baseball games? There was this guy named Eddie Murray he used to play. Anyway, okay. So, do you recommend storing your Bitcoin hardware wallet in a safety deposit pot banks at a bank? If not, where should you keep it? Well, yeah, why not? Just don't keep your uh, keep your recovery seed somewhere else, though. Do not keep your recovery. I don't. I want to keep my recovery seed at a safety deposit at. at place in, at a bo- in a safety deposit back box in a bank i i don't i don't trust that enough no but the, the actual uh storage device your Trezor, i would keep a a at, at, at a uh a safety deposit bank box at a bank because they steal it they can't get into it they but in, in the likelihood they're going to steal it is very low where else would i uh you know store my storage device well i, I really can't tell you all my uh good ideas because that would kind of reveal a little bit. But I mean, you, you can think of places. You can think of places to, uh, you know, I mean, again, there are all these people out there that become overly paranoid about this. And they think that robbers are going to bust into their house and somehow know they have Bitcoin and then somehow know to go to this special little place and know what to do with a recovery seat or know what to do with a trezor. If a robber is going to rob your house I mean you're just some regular dude out there. They don't know you have Bitcoin. There's no reason anyone should know some regular dude out there has Bitcoin, okay? Some guy who who's in the chat, who uses a fake name in the chat, they're not going to know who you are. And so if a robber comes to rob your house, they're going to try to get your wife's diamond ring. They're going to try to they're going to I mean like in Baltimore City, you walk some of the dudes that walk through good neighborhoods, they see what's in the front they see what's sitting in the front window, what's on the piano. And so they come back later, they bust in, they take whatever on top of the piano. It's not, they don't, <laughs> again, a lot of, I mean, crackheads, they just want something that's got 10, it's worth about 10 bucks so they can get some more crack. I mean, that's, that's it. So <laughs> most, most safety precautions uh, for your treasurer are, are going to be pretty good. If they're at your house, they're going to be pretty darn good. Okay. <laughs> you know, you put it under the floorboard or whatever. I mean, it's, it's, the, the guy robbing your house, he's not going to be ripping up your floorboards or anything like that unless you are someone out there that, I mean, has made it obvious that you have Bitcoin and you're storing it in your floorboards or something like that. Hey, and don't be that guy, I guess. So, uh, uh, so and yeah, my name really isn't Adam Meister. Okay, so <laughs> no matter what you are, if you have 50,000 Bitcoin, uh, you would get MWC. Matter what you are, if you no Jay Card, I mean, I mean Trace might have might have fifteen thousand Bitcoin. He didn't get an MWC. One would hope if you had fifteen thousand, you would take full advantage of that and just rich get richer, dude. Get all those crypto. I mean, Trace, we all know Trace is rich. Trace could be a billionaire, and he just keeps getting richer and richer. He's he has claimed many more forks than I have. Of course, I mean he's yeah definitely. Definitely. He's gone to lowest of the low. He's like that, you know, we're talking about, unfortunately, the robbers who robbed the pastor. They claimed every single uh, crypto dividend. Trace, who's a good guy, has, has done the same thing and gotten a lot more than those dudes have. The rich get richer. We should we should praise the rich and we should try to emulate the rich. But we shouldn't try to emulate what the mistake that Trace made when he didn't claim his MWC. But the rich aren't perfect. Don't put them on pedestals. The things they do right, learn from them, try to emulate it, and you get rich too success should be applauded. We, on this show, we applaud success. We're not victims here. This is not, this is not the victim channel. Go, go to one of those virtue signal channels. There are plenty of them out there. Woo-hoo. I mean, that's how you, that's how you fit, on, fit in in YouTube and in, in the general population. And again, fitting in is overrated, clearly, when you have to be a victim to fit in. Oh, I just want to vomit when I think of that. You know, uh, personal responsibility is a new counterculture. All right, uh, one, two, three, no scope. How long do you think it'll take until exchanges don't just run out of Bitcoin pairs, but start to run out of Bitcoin for people trying to convert fiat? Uh, well, that's the same thing. That's the same thing. I mean, it's possible. <laughs> it, it, it's uh, it, it'll be the same time. It'll be the same time. There's a lot of exchanges that are dealing with fiat though, but again, they've been able to pull. Not everyone. Most, I think most of the exchanges out there don't have the, ima- right now they don't have the amount of Bitcoin they say they have, but they can keep up the game of musical chairs pretty well because all these sucker MCs out there, they uh, they don't value their wealth in Bitcoin or they don't know how to hold their Bitcoin or they trade so much. They just keep everything on, the- they think they're keeping everything on the exchange. And the exchange says we well, had this much of Bitcoin on the exchange when they really don't have it. And they just trust the exchange. So. Okay, but we've been, and that's why January third, twenty twenty, Trace will uh, do the proof of keys again, and that hopefully he'll start talking about it earlier uh, very soon. Hopefully he'll he'll start talking about it, and maybe uh, one of these uh, corrupt exchanges will go down, and people are going to learn the hard way about controlling your own private keys and not keeping that at a uh, an exchange. All right, so we're going to talk about some inflation fud that people love to say. They love to say that well, people could just. With all these forks, and, and Peter Schiff is one of the people who says this, you can just make as many Bitcoin as you want. You just fork it off, and that's a new Bitcoin. And all these cryptocurrencies, that's just inflation for Bitcoin. Well, Stephen, Stefan Levera, and it's not because we all know one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. But Stephen Levera, who is also in Sydney, hopefully I'll see him on October 17th to 24th, uh, your post questions the notion of Bitcoin's fixed supply. Big, And again, this is... Bitcoin supply is fixed, and this is not a controversial point. But again, these fudsters try to make it a controversial point. If you truly believe minority forks represent more Bitcoin, I think this is sorely mistaken. Try try sending it to someone for payment. If you send someone Bcash when they ask for payment in Bitcoin, they will not (laughs) consider that payment. There you go, people. There you go. That, that's that's a simple way of explaining it. Bitcoin supply is fixed. Just because they printed a lot of B cash doesn't mean that, that Bitcoin's Bitcoin supply has changed in any way. Because again, if someone says, dude, you're giving me a Bitcoin for that whatever, for that Mimble Wimble, you're giving me a Bitcoin for that. And you you, you give them a B cash, they're gonna say, no, dude, you didn't you didn't pay me a Bitcoin. You you send me a Bitcoin. I didn't want that. I want this. I want the real thing. All right. So, again, but we are on this show, we already know that, that Bitcoin's fixed supply. That is a, a tremendous selling point, and it doesn't change just because someone uh, says, oh, we have the real Bitcoin. Again, those are just crypto dividends. They're just ways of, of rewarding us with uh, altcoins, and altcoins are not Bitcoin. Holders, baby. The life of a holder. Yeah. All right, strong hand. So, uh, what's this Kruger Kruger Macro? The Coinbase popularity and typical hold time stats are very interesting. Okay, so I linked to this chart before uh, below. Excuse me, Coinbase. Coinbase has listed their most popular cryptocurrencies. Okay, and and it's not a shock. Number one is Bitcoin. Number two is Ethereum. Number three is Litecoin. And number four is Bcash, all right? Now, the issue, they talk about the hold days, the typical hold time statistics for each of these coins. And this is the interesting part. One Bitcoin, people, uh, for for Bitcoin, excuse me, people typically keep it on for 85 days on Coinbase. Ethereum, 101 days, and Litecoin, 119 days. So to me, I interpret this as people who buy Bitcoin on there are the most knowledgeable, they're not diversifying for the sake of diversification, and they want it off of there as fast as possible. Then it's a little harder to store Ethereum and Litecoin, just a tad bit harder. There are not as many options out there. And it's also the people who are getting into those are just some of them are just diversifying for the sake of diversification. They don't care about proper holding. So they're gonna keep it on there longer, okay? Now the, the, the number four currency was Bcash and that was only 77 days holding it there. So that's less than Bitcoin. But my theory behind that is, is that many of the people who held Bcash there got it for free. So they immediately turned it into Bitcoin. So they weren't holding it very long, thus that brought down the the time. Again, the thread is linked to below with the chart on it. Uh, it's an example of diversification for the sake of diversification. It also it, it lists all the other cryptocurrencies, but they they haven't even been on Coinbase for a year. So it's like comparing apples and oranges, and he tries to. He tries to figure out what their dates would be if they had been there for a year. So check, it's it's an interesting thread. Check and an interesting chart. Check it out below. Hey man, the Bitcoin people know. The Bitcoin people know. Get it. Get it off of there as quick as possible. All right, Pirate Beach Bomb reminds everyone: make sure to vote for the most hardcore Bitcoin maximalist. It's linked to below. It's called the Noonies, and because uh, he's hacker Hacker Noon is the site. And I, you can vote for me if you want if you think I'm hardcore. I mean, I'm not really a big, I mean, I'm a I'm a Bitcoin firster. Because I talk, I mean, again, I'm very willing to take these uh, crypto dividends seriously. I will take free money and turn it into Bitcoin. What the heck? I'm not screaming they're worthless. It's ludicrous to say they're worthless. When criminals are stealing them, they're not worthless. Okay. And even those lowly ones. All righty. All uh, righty. Let's see, Coindesk, uh, what is this about? Oh, yeah, some company called Anchorage, which is a member of the Libra constituency (laughs) or or whatever, the Libra uh, conglomerate of companies. I don't care about that aspect. There's an article on Coindesk that says, why it chose South Dakota for a crypto custody office. Now, I think it's great that South Dakota is competing with Wyoming to make it, you know, a tax friendly jurisdiction for crypto custody and everything that they're trying to do out there. Um, These are interesting states that I I have been in before. And uh, so good, compete, don't complain, don't be like New York. (laughs) But I want to say this, link to below also besides this article is a video of mine from uh, three years ago, June of 2016, July 4th of 2016. Bitcoin and South Dakota are the perfect match. Yep. I, I do. I was, I had just, I had driven through South Dakota, what in October of 2015. And when well, you can watch the video, I thought it was a good idea for the uh, state to get into Bitcoin back then. Good to hear they're into it now. All right. So uh, classic, and again, you can watch all my old videos and I've got a lot of them, like over 1,350 of them now, disruptmeister.com. Oh, here's a reminder of why you don't want to rely on these uh, centralized entities to control any of your private information. Because if you do, they're going to get hacked. Bitcoin doesn't get hacked. Here it is. Records of more than 5 million Bulgarians got stolen by hackers from the country's tax revenue office. Ouch. In a country of just 7 million people, the scale of the hack means that just about every working adult has been affected. Ah. oh God, the central, and again, so <laughs> the, weak, the weak points of centralization right there and uh, personal information. So, yeah, if you want to get involved in uh, putting your personal info- information on centralized blockchains, well, if a country can't control personal information, everything can be hacked at centralized. You read the article. All right. So let's talk about another something else in the mainstream that reminds you of the glory of Bitcoin. And this should also, you know there's these health savings accounts out there where you they, they you know I guess the government or I don't know, you you somehow store your you sell, you you save tax free and it'll pay for your overpriced uh, health care eventually or something. Clearly, I have not I have not uh, looked into it at all. Bitcoin should be serving. Uh, your future health needs, okay? That should be your savings account for your health needs. But here on the market ticker, Carl Denninger, who hates Bitcoin, by the way, but he he brings up an interesting, so you were sold a health savings account as a means to manage medical costs, right? And you have some debt, right? Then for whatever reason, you can't pay said debt. Surprise, unlike most retirement assets, e.g. 401ks, and by the way, 401ks, They'll, they'll, they'll be able to confiscate those one day also. HSAs are not privileged. So debt collectors are now seizing your HSA. Tax privilege, yes, but not otherwise. Beware, folks. These accounts can have quite a, quite a material balance in them, and you can't do anything to protect them against this sort of raid, since you could only spend them on medically related matters. So, okay. You got into some debt. They, the 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 credit card companies are coming after you, um, and they cannot they can take this. They can take this from you. your 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 house savings accounts, and you can't just like claw it back. All of a sudden, you'd have to get really sick and just like spend it all. But you're not. And, and if, dude, it's confiscatable. It is confiscatable. Create a house savings account with Bitcoin. It's not confiscatable. Okay. And no, you shouldn't be going into debt and, and going bankrupt and everything but but again you thought that this was untouchable by them it's not it's not so just saying if you went into regular and people can go into debt for all sorts of reasons like hey i just got divorced my wife took everything now i have nothing i am in debt now i owe credit card companies money and they're going into my house savings account that my wife didn't get there you go if you had your house savings account in terms of bitcoin you'd be in a different situation you could take all your bitcoin leave the country Forget about those debt collectors, forget about the ex-wife, et cetera, et cetera. It's truly unconfiscatable. That health savings account you were you were sold because it was uh, unconfiscatable, It's not unconfiscatable. All right, Simon Dixon and again, apparently they're, they're getting into these things now. They're taking them away from people. So personal responsibility, people. Uh, Simon Dixon has a tweet video out there. It really gets going at the 22 minute mark. He sums it all up. But if you love Simon Dixon rants, then you can listen to the whole thing. I wish you could play it at 2x. You can't do that on Twitter. How Japan is positioning itself to be the next superpower economy by dominating crypto. And he talks about some things that uh, Japan has done that has put it, put it into a good position to uh, dominate crypto, the, the space, in terms of... Uh, I mean, the biggest thing they could be doing, and maybe they are doing, is buying up Bitcoin. That's the best thing. Now, he didn't say they were doing that, but you know they, they seem to be knowledgeable about it. And if they're really knowledgeable about it, they really should be buying it too. We shall see one day. All right, so someone before the uh, show started sent me a Reddit thread about a guy talking about how you assume probably back in 2013 or so, 2014, who knows when. But back in the day, he bought his sister a Bitcoin. And he gave his sister a big Bitcoin as a present in a paper wallet. It was clearly a paper wallet. And I guess during the boom, she came to him. She's like, "My brother, I have lost the the Bitcoin." And he's like, "Too bad you lost the Bitcoin. I mean, come on, personal." But then he admits, not to his sister, that he made a copy of the uh, of the paper wallet. So he was he knew this would happen. I guess it was a test. He gave her a present. He gave her quite a glorious present that she didn't think very highly of. If she lost it, what if she lost the diamond ring? Probably not. So she had the chance to have a Bitcoin. She lost that opportunity. And now he has his Bitcoin and you can think what you want to think about that. But I mean, she didn't respect it. She did not respect the money. She did not respect the money. He respected the money and he, he, uh, he had long-term thinking, just in case Sisley loses this, I'll be cool. Now, so when I, I started thinking about that, and I remember something someone left, left in the comments yesterday, a long-term, long-term watcher of this show and a long-term thinker, long-time watcher and a long-term thinker. He said, Adam, you got to bring up one of those classic rock songs you used to end the show with. You'd, send, you'd put a link to a uh, show at the end, uh, a link to a song at the end. And uh, sometimes, it, and I think I've linked to Who's songs before by The Who. And so this guy's talking about his sister, and immediately the song popped into my head. Sister Disco by The Who. It's from the, um, by Who's, on The Who's Next album in 19, uh, or Who Are You? It's the Who Are You? Excuse me. Who Are You album. <laughs> the Who Are You album from 1978, which is also a great song. The last one that Keith Moon was part of, as he died, uh, Shortly after that, um, again, don't do drugs and drink alcohol <laughs> at the same time, especially, and vomit in your sleep and drown in it. But uh, that's what happened. to Keith Moon, light, light rock and roll lifestyle, overrated. <laughs> so, but 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 I bring up this song, Sister Disco, because it, the meaning behind the song is they. It was 1978. Disco was huge, and they were not going to change their ways. The Who. What the the song meant was that, no, we're not giving in. We've got conviction. Pete Townsend has claimed that the song was written as a statement that the Who would never use disco elements in their music. With Sister Disco, I felt the need to say that the group would never, ever, in any way, do anything like the Bee Gees. We stand over here, and what we stand with is all right. They might say we are boring old farts, but we still feel more at home with the boring old farts than any of that crowd. Fitting in is overrated. Disco was the flavor of the month. Conviction. Yeah. The the who is the next who. Strong hand. And was too much of a who maximalist, though, because he really took – he, he took it to an extreme, didn't he? <laughs> Living the Who's lifestyle. But yeah, a lot of people say Bitcoin is old and boring. You got to get in on the uh, altcoin flavor of the month. A lot of people said to them, yo, you guys are old and boring. You got you to create some disco. It's 1978. It'll be a hit. It'll be huge. You'll, you'll make so much money. And they said, no, we're going to stick with rock and roll. We're going to do this for this album and our, uh, our next two albums that we do in the 80s. And uh, we're going to be... Forever known as a rock and roll band, and be able to sell all of our albums forever and ever for so much money, and it'll be a long-term thinking. It'll be much better than just getting a, a little shot from some quick, uh, quick uh, flavor of the month album. So you can learn a lot. I can, I can turn anything into something uh, Bitcoin related there. So it's, it is a good song to the chorus. Goodbye, sister disco. That's, that's good. That's good. They kind of break it down a little bit too much in it with the synthesizer, but anyway. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the links below, including that Who song, which, of course, I could not listen to because um, I'm still in mourning. Because of my father, you can't listen to music during the uh, morning period. So you guys check it out instead. Have fun with that stuff. Bang that bell button. Remember, a new show here every day. I will say hello to all you dudes, Bitcoin to the moon, in the chat right now. Thanks a lot.